Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing to work our way through the book of Hebrews. We're in the 11th chapter. Told you we'd be here for quite a while because this is a profound chapter. It is the great faith chapter. And verse after verse after verse after verse declares that by faith, and then it mentions one of the uh, uh, patriarchs of old or one of the women of old or an event from the old and how people moved and lived by faith. Not that they were perfect in their lives. As a matter of fact, they are far from perfect. And that is the strength. It's just showing that by faith and pressing on in faith. Uh, so anyway, we're in the 20th verse where it says, By faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau, even regarding things to come. <clears throat> and we looked at the bulk of the cross-reference of this passage over in Genesis 27. And we're at the very end of it. We've seen where uh, Isaac has blessed Jacob now, and he did so via deception. Rebekah and Jacob deceived Isaac. He thought he was blessing Esau, and he winds up blessing uh, Jacob. Now, Esau has just found out about it, and he's crying before the Lord. And he's, he just, he's heartbroken, and he's furious. He's mad because he realizes what his brother's done. In verse 38, Esau says to his father, Have you but one blessing, my father? Bless me, even me also, O oh, my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. So he's saying, don't you have another blessing? I mean, is it just this one blessing? Is it, only, is it a one-off thing and that's it? Well, in a manner of speaking, it is. That blessing was speaking to, spoken to the one that would now be the patriarch of the family, that would now lead the family. Okay, Even though it had been done uh, in the deception, it would be a blessing. Let me go back and read what he spoke over Jacob. Remember, he called Jacob over to him. And he thought he was Isaac, and he wanted to smell him to make sure. I mean, he thought he was Esau. He wanted to make sure that it was Esau. And at the beginning of the blessing, he says this, See, the smell of my son is as the smell of a field that the Lord has blessed. Jacob had on Esau's clothes. He had on his clothes, and he smelled like the outdoors. He smelled like the animals. He actually had skins of the goats on his hands. Remember that? To make him feel rougher and on the back of his neck. So he continues with a blessing to Jacob that he thought was Esau. May God give you of the dew of heaven and of the fatness of the earth and plenty of grain and wine. Let peoples serve you and nations bow down to you. Be Lord over your brothers and may your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be everyone who curses you and blessed be everyone who blesses you. So that is the blessing that he spoke over Jacob. Esau's crying now because his brother had come to him deceitfully. <coughs> and he's saying, isn't there another blessing? Verse 39, then Isaac, his father, answered and said to him. So Isaac, his father, does speak some things to him. And we see from Hebrews 11, what we just read a while ago, that he declares this by faith. Okay? He declares this by faith. Here's what he says. Behold, away from the fatness of the earth shall be your dwelling place, and away from the dew of heaven on high. 
Notice how that's the right opposite of what he had spoken over Jacob. The next verse, verse 40, continues. By your sword you shall live, and you shall serve your brother. So again, the opposite. With uh, Jacob, he says that nations would bow before you. Here with Esau, he's saying, no, that you're going to live by the sword. You're going to be fighting all the time. With Jacob, he says that your brothers will serve you. Here he says to Esau, you will serve your brother. So it only makes sense in light of what the previous blessing to Jacob was. But then this, verse 40. But when you grow restless, you shall break his yoke from your neck. So he's letting you know, yeah, you're going to serve under your brother. But a time is going to come in the future when you're restless and you're going to break his yoke from your neck. It doesn't say that he's going to, that you're going to break his neck. <laughs> you know, sometimes you think, is that what's going to happen? No, no. And when you read the balance of the account, you'll see that he separates himself. Okay, that at least we start to see the beginning of this in the very next verse through what happens. Now, Rebecca, remember, Rebecca, the wife of Isaac, was the one who initiated all, all this because she wanted Jacob to be the one in charge. She wanted that. Verse 41 says this. Now, Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing with which his father had blessed him. And Esau said to himself, the days of mourning for my father approaching, then I will kill my brother Jacob. So what he was saying is, I'm going to wait. And when my dad dies, then I will kill Jacob and I'll just inherit it all. That'll be the easy way to go. Verse 42, our last verse for the day. But the words of Esau, her older son, were told to Rebekah. So she sent and called Jacob, her younger son, and said to him, Behold, your brother Esau comforts himself about you by planning to kill you. Well, let's just go ahead and read the rest of the chapter. Why not? we got time. <laughs> now, therefore, my son, obey my voice. Arise, flee to Laban, my brother in Haran, and stay with him a while until your brother's fury turns away, until your brother's anger turns away from you, and he forgets what you have done to him. It was her idea. She had to talk him into it, remember? And then she said, oh, you know, he needs to forget what you've done to him. Then, verse 45 again, then I will send and bring you from there. Why should I be bereft of you both in one day? She realized that she might lose both her sons at the same time right here. I think she realized she messed up on this. This wasn't working out the way she thought. Okay. So she's telling him to flee and that and soon she'll call him back. It wound up not being quite that way. Verse 46. Then Rebecca said to Isaac, I loathe my life because of the Hittite women. If Jacob marries one of the Hittite women like these, one of the women of the land, what good will my life be to me? She's laying the groundwork. She's laying the groundwork to send Jacob off to her brothers, okay, <coughs> to find a wife. She's really uh, trying to get permission from Isaac for Jacob to be gone. Jacob just couldn't up and take off and abandon his role and function. She's laying the story that would come to fruition, okay? She was a sneaky little thing, wasn't she? So there's a lot more going on here when we read these passages, uh, like we read in uh, Hebrews, that by faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau, even regarding things to come. Isaac blessed by faith. It was by faith that he lived in that he saw what was going to 
happen, even regarding things to come. Quite often we think that uh, uh, when these kind of things are happening, that it's just sort of a nice, happy, peaceful time and all this kind of stuff. And we see right here that nothing could be further from the truth. There was tremendous family turmoil going on. Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode.